Hello, everybody. This is Jim Kilgore, Certified Financial Planning Professional here at 401 Advisor, and I am the host of the 401 Advisor podcast. On today's show, we're going to talk about surviving a bear attack. Not an actual bear attack by a grizzly or a black bear, but one involving the stock market. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the show host and should not be construed as investment, legal, or tax advice. The information used is believed to be from reliable sources and is not an offer to buy or sell or to participate in any investment strategy. Investing in securities products, including variable insurance, involves risk, including loss of principal. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. I am a financial advisor with 401 Advisor and a registered representative of Ciros Financial Services, Inc. Ciros and 401 Advisor are not affiliated. If you spend enough time in the outdoors like I do, you may very well at some point find yourself face-to-face with a bear. Surviving one of those encounters in the wild has some amazing parallels to surviving a bear market. Since we've technically just gone through a bear market, which is when the market experiences prolonged price declines, it it typically describes a condition uh, which securities prices fall by 20% or more from recent highs. It took only 22 trading days this year for the S&P 500 to drop 30% from its February 19th high, causing many to panic and sent many investors running for the hills. So how does surviving a bear attack, or I'm sorry, so how does surviving a bear market have anything to do with surviving an actual bear attack, you ask? Well, from everything I've read about surviving a bear attack in the wild, the ways to survive a bear market are very similar. Let's take a look for a few minutes and go through what the experts say is the best way to survive a real-life bear attack and see how those same steps can help survive a bear market. I heard Lou Holtz say once in a speech, pressure is something you feel when you're not prepared. Whether it's investing or hiking in places where there are bears, you must be prepared mentally and physically to survive. The guidelines for surviving a bear attack have been devised from the works of Bill Schneider, author of Bear Aware and Where the Grizzly Walks. Bill gives some advice on if you have a bear in close range and for a charging bear. With the bear at close range, Bill recommends you do not panic or run wildly. He says that you could actually cause the bear to charge you. He recommends you be still and stay quiet. If the bear does not move closer or act aggressively, slowly back away. With a charging bear, his advice is pretty similar. Many charges are just bluffs, says Schneider. The bear just wants to scare you. If the bear charges and stops, follow the same advice from a bear at close range and slowly back away. If that doesn't work and the bear does attack, you spray it with the bear spray, play dead, or fight back. Wow. First of all, I hope I'm never attacked by a bear. But if I do, I hope I'm prepared and can remember Bill Schneider's advice. 
let's walk uh, through how his advice can help us when we're invested in the market and a bear is at close range, which I'm going to call short-term volatility, or a bear is charging when the market is dropping quickly. Take a look at what Bill said. Don't panic or run wildly. That sounds a lot like don't completely sell all your holdings and go completely to cash. The reason stocks have provided superior returns over the course of the last 100 years is due to the increased risk investors take in order to get those returns. In other words, you are rewarded for withstanding the periodic market swings of 5 to 10%, which I would equate to a bear at close range. Sometimes we have market swings between 10 and 20%, which is, the kind of, is kind of like a bear charging you. According to Guggenheim Investments, the majority of market declines fall within the 5 to 10% range with an average recovery time of just one month. While declines of 10 to 20% have an average recovery period of approximately four months. Pullback within these ranges are not uncommon. They occur frequently during normal market cycles. How frequently, you ask? Well, there have been 80 declines in the 5 to 10% range since the 31st of December of 1945, and 29 declines in the 10 to 20% range since the same date, and only 9 in the 20 to 40% range, with the average being 28%. The thing that has been common during all of the ups and downs is that the market is higher today than it was during those declines. If you panic and run, the bear will chase you and probably go from a bear encounter to a bear attack. When the market goes through one of its 10 to 20% declines, if you panic, several things can happen. You can act emotionally and sell, which goes from a paper loss to a real loss and the potential of permanent loss of capital. You can also slowly back away by selling a portion of your holdings to lock in some of the advances you've made to give yourself some cash to invest when the market settles and begins to rise. Third, you can choose to sell when you cannot emotionally take it anymore, which is actually kind of like running from the bear, and you will probably get mauled. Research into human behavior is pretty clear on this topic. People fear loss more than they enjoy gains. People who have enjoyed their portfolio growing by 200% from 2008 through the most recent decline were emotionally inclined to sell because of the fear of loss. They didn't stop to think about the 200% increase before selling out. When we make decisions emotionally rather than rationally, we tend to make huge mistakes. Fear can make us really, sm really smart people make really dumb decisions. The absolute best thing you can do when you are tempted to run away from the bear market is to call your advisor and talk to them. Most likely, they will remind you of the temporary nature of the volatility and help you make rational decisions when fear strikes to your core. Kind of like Bill Schneider's advice about panic and not running from an approaching bear. 
If you turn and run, you might become bare food. From a portfolio management standpoint, there are some things you can do to hedge some of the market volatility. Here at 401 Advisor, we are active managers, and that means we watch the market regularly and make decisions with the portfolios we manage when we see potential volatility in the market. This allows us the opportunity to help reduce the fear that many investors feel when market volatility rears its ugly head. To me, this is kind of like standing your ground, but being prepared if the bear does attack, you hit it with the pepper spray, or you actually fight the bear. Surviving market volatility, as well as a real bear attack, takes preparation and understanding of how to navigate through the encounter. Staying calm and doing the right things can increase the probability of survival significantly. When I served in the Air Force, we regularly practiced stressful situations through what we called exercises. Sometimes it was a chemical warfare attack. Other times it was a combat exercise overseas. We had to be prepared to withstand the pressure because like Lou Holtz said, pressure is something you feel when you're not prepared. As an investor, you simply have to prepare yourself in advance and know if it's not the stock market volatility shows up, it's when it shows up. Being mentally prepared is the key to surviving that volatility. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon. You can send any comments or questions to jim at 401advisor.com and I will be happy to discuss them with you on a future podcast. 